Welcome to Cosmic Scene with Jill Jardine. Today's episode features my guest, Carrie Brett, celebrity photographer in the Boston area. Carrie is the host of the pioneering podcast, Shot at Love, a motivational program on online dating. So stay tuned. Welcome to Cosmic Scene with Jill Jardine. Today's episode, my guest is my client, Carrie Brett. She's a celebrity photographer in the Boston area. She worked at Boston's Improper Bostonian Magazine, photographing covers, and she's the host of the pioneering podcast, Shot at Love, a motivational program on online dating. Welcome, Carrie. Thanks, Jill. I'm so excited to be here. The world is ready for a cosmic scene. Oh, thank you. I'm so glad to have you here. I've known you for 13 years as a client, as a friend, as a podcaster, as my photographer. But I think my listeners might want to know, how did you find me? Okay, so my good friend Kelly Doyle, who actually has been a guest on your show, she convinced me to come and see you for a session, and I was really kind of worried, honestly. I'd never thought in my life that I would need a psychic healer advisor in my corner, um, someone that I basically became codependent on and couldn't leave the house without. Uh, but at the time, I was so low, and I was really afraid to go to you because I didn't want you to tell me any more bad news. I had been going through a really tough custody battle for years, but I saw the big change in a positive way that you made in Kelly's life. So I figured I'm just going to give this a shot and see what happens. So I really didn't have any expectations of what that first reading would be like. And you basically blew my mind, changed my life. I instantly became a disciple. You taught me and turned me on to mantras. And out of nowhere, you became my Ma Anad Sheila from Wild Wild Country, and I was basically wearing an orange jumpsuit around town. <laughs> okay, that's pretty funny, Carrie. If she's referencing, there was a documentary that came out called Wild Wild Country, and it was about uh, the Bhagwan Rajneesh, also known as Osho, and he basically had a cult uh, in Oregon, and, and so she's kind of... Uh, poking fun at that for our listeners. I, I think it's a hysterical reference, but a little bit over the top, It's maybe. a little over the top. I had no idea. Watching that documentary, I'm like, I was, I would totally be in this cult. I mean, I'd be high up in the cult. I mean, I'd be in the top inner circle around Osho, but for sure. Um, that was a wild show, but no pun intended. Yeah. So I, I come to you while I'm getting divorced, and a lot of strange things happened. I mean, thankfully, you started teaching me mantras, and I was able to sh shift my vibration, and I had hope and a skip in my step, and you actually knew my lawyer, which was kind of random, and I remember my lawyer said to me on the day of our court date, this big court date that had been building for months and months, and he called me and said, we're, we're going to cancel this, the court date today, Carrie, because I'm just not prepared, and I just don't feel like we have the preparation to go today. And I said, well, I'm sorry, but my psychic advisor told me that Mercury is going direct today, and today's the day because there's a new... Like a new moon in Aquarius. And he, he was like, that is just not... I can't accept this as your answer. And I'm like, buddy, I'm paying you a lot of money. This is, this is what's going down. And it worked out in my favor. So that was... I'm always grateful for that support 
during a very difficult time in my life. But the story unfolds and with many twists and turns of the things that you predicted in my life, especially my love life. Yeah, that was funny. I ended up going to court with you for your divorce. It turns out that your attorney dated my best friend. They went to law school together. So that was also another good sign. But you continue to get um, very uh, powerful signs and symbols during your work with me. And um, I don't know, maybe you can share some of these weird synchronicities that happened as you continued to do your inner work. I just am the facilitator. You did all the work. I just held the mirror for you so that you could go deeper within and do what you need to do. But maybe you can share some of these random stories or funny synchronicities. Sure, sure. I'd love to. So my so I get divorced and I don't really do well being alone. I'm just not one of those people who manage very well. I don't know why that is, but I ended up dating two guys pretty much right away. <laughs> and I didn't know really which person to go for. And so I of course what I will always do, we'd pull their chart. I'd come for a session and we had chart A and chart B and you said, you know, this person looks better on paper, but and, but this other person, actually, we've both had, we're the perfect match astrologically to the day. Um, but that, in the end, really didn't mean anything. But at the time, I understand why you chose that person. And thankfully, I did have that experience because that experience made me a very evol- evolved person, almost enlightened in a sense because I was brought to my knees but that was the reason why it was so important and I was so compelled to start Shot at Love. Yes it was your teaching curve. I remember that day when you came and you said okay I have two men I'm interested in and I was like okay what's their birthdays? Hit me. I ran their charts and I remember this and I said this Bachelor number one is your best bet financially, going forward, security, and stability in your life. But bachelor number two is going to be a lot of fun, very creative, very inspiring on so many levels. You'll have a wild ride with this one. And hey, you just came out of a a long-term marriage and a very long divorce. So it's time for you to have some fun. So you went with bachelor number two. Right. And, you know, everything in life happens for a reason. And I, I, I'm grateful for the advice that you gave me. You were there for me every step of the way during a long, terrible breakup. And you actually were, really had my back when I came to your stu- came up to your office and I, out of nowhere started creating the swiping soiree and all my writings around being single and online dating and how am I going to teach women to be empowered. And I came up the stairs and I had all these color-coded men and every text message I ever wrote on Tinder. And you just listened to everything and you just said, this is it, Carrie. You've got, I don't know what this is, but you have to keep creating and stay with this. I love this. This is hilarious. So I kept writing. I developed. It took me about maybe th- two to three months. I created the swiping soiree, and then I kept. Then I kept going. I kept hosting live soirees at hotels and in my studio. People were loving it. I started to write a book. I didn't know how I was going to get a publisher to pick up the book, 
and you said, Carrie, and I remember I, I was so upset, and I said, I feel like I'm, a, I'm losing my mind, that I'm a crazy person, that my head isn't a vice, but there's a timer, like an egg timer or something, really, like the, there's a reason why I have to create this right this second, and this is the time, no matter how much work I have at my studio, and you said, you have to stay with this, but don't worry, in a few months, you're going to have two very prominent men come in to balance the shock, you know, the Shiva Shakti energy, right, and support your writings. And sure enough, about three months later, I had these two producers in my corner, and they got me to launch Shot at Love, and it was exactly like you predicted. That was, so from what you brought me, all that creative material, a podcast was launched. It did take a couple months later. I'm remembering some of the other things I predicted for you regarding a shoot of a celebrity that came to pass. Um, if you want to share that. With sure. I just don't want to say the name because sure. of out of privacy. Of course. But that was wild when you predicted a person that I photographed who was very famous and you said the exact date that I would be photographing this person by name, and I couldn't believe it. I just didn't think that person was going to do a cover. I, you've predicted a lot of covers and how the, they would go and turn out for me, and you hit the nail on the head with that. Hey, I want to turn it around to something that we both hold dear, and that is the Sanskrit mantras. And you had the honor of meeting my Sanskrit mantra guru teacher, Namadeva Charya Thomas Ashley Farand, when he was still alive. He left his body in 2010. And you actually photographed him. You took a beautiful picture, but you got exposed to the mantras and you started doing that practice. And it seems like it has helped you a lot in the last uh, 12 years. Right. So I had the privilege of working with Namadeva. That was an amazing blessing. It really truly changed my life. Once you started teaching me mantras, I saw such a shift, especially creatively. I remember, I think the first time I did a mantra before a cover, I had flown to LA to photograph Conan O'Brien before he launched his first nightly show. Wow. And I started doing a mantra for creativity and then once I saw the results in my photography based on the mantras, I was hooked. Can you tell our listeners what that mantra was, Sanskrit mantra was that you chanted? I want to say it was a mantra. It's a mantra for creativity. I think you. I think it was Saraswati. Omaim Saraswati Swaha. Yep. So say that for our listeners. Omaim Saraswati Swaha. So all you have to do is say that a hundred and eight times. You don't even have to say it 108 times. You can say it 54 times. Right. A multiple of nine we, is the practice we do. 108 is recommended. Right. So that was a good way that I was able to hand over to, to a higher power to guide me. The other thing that I definitely do, I became such a fan of astrology, is that when I photograph a subject, a celebrity, usually the only thing... I usually find out about their home life so I can talk to them about their mom or something that's not sport-related or if they're an actor or something that's private but makes them at ease. Yes. Maybe their wife or their children. But the main thing that I choose to research is I find the day that they're born. And based on their sign, 
I know how far I can push them on the shoot. That's amazing. That's a great use of astrology. So give us a, an example. Let's say you're shooting a, an Aquarian. What would you what would you be perceptive about there? Depends if it's an Aquarian man or an Aquarian female. Yes, they are different. They are different. Um, I use it in my I I use it on my everyday portraits, and I use it with children, because if you have, say, the middle child or the oldest child. It's, it's always one child I can't connect with yes. for whatever reason. Yes. So then I ask the parents, what's their sign? And then I'll say, they'll say, oh, he's a Libra or he's this. And then I'll say, do you play sport? You know, if there's, a, if there's a lot of creativity in their sign, I'll say to the parents, like, you know, this kid's never going to play soccer. You know, he's, he's, he's going to be a creator or something. So I have predicted these children's lives since they were little based on just the basics of their sign. That's that's exactly, if you know enough about astrology, even intuitively, you can get a person's personality just based solely on the sun. The sun is their soul. And you are intuitive yourself, and working with me all these years has brought out, you had it already coming through with your photography, but you're quite psychic and intuitive yourself, Miss Carrie Brett. So <laughs> you're developing it more and more through the practices you do, including the Sanskrit mantra and knowing what you know about astrology throughout the years. One thing um, that, that's helped my podcast is before I do any podcast, every time I tape, I always do the Gayatri mantra before the episode so that the information that I have for date people dating is well received. Yeah, the Gayatri mantra for our listeners is the mother of all mantras, and it is the most chanted mantra on the planet. There's two versions of it. One is the long version, which activates the chakras, and one is the short version. So I'll chant the short, and you chant the long. So the short version is... Om Bhur Bhuva Swaha Tatsavitur Varaniyam Bargo Devasya Dimahi Diyoyona Prachodayat. It brings illumination and enlightenment. And Carrie will chant the long form of the Gayatri Mantra. Let me see if I can do it on the spot. Uh, okay, I'll try. Om Bhu, Om Bhuha, Om Swaha, Om Maha, Om Janaha, Om Tapaha, Om Satyam, Om Tatsavitur Varaniyam, Bargo Divasya Dimahi, Diyo Yona Prachodayat. There you go, listeners, getting that shot, that blast of Gayatri Mantra, raising your vibration, illuminating your intellect. Welcome back. My guest today is Carrie Brett, celebrity photographer and host of the pioneering podcast Shot at Love. Carrie, your listeners on Shot of Love and my listeners on Cosmic Scene would enjoy a story that you can share about how you met your boyfriend. Sure. So today is actually our four-year anniversary. Woohoo! Yeah. So in the in the spirit of love and our anniversary i would have i'm happy to share this story because it is a fabulous story so i go through this terrible heartbreak and i'm not doing well and and i'm at your i'm going for a session weekly basically for a long time and i'm swiping on tinder and i'm going out with a, a guy or a different guy at a time for months and then that falls apart and i really was having a difficult time learning online dating and being on Tinder when it first came out and no one was really on it. I also 
decided to sell my house at the time. And simultaneously, Scott was going to see you as much as I was going to see you because he was overcoming a bad breakup as well. So you get it in your head that you're going to set the two of us up. And you give him my number, and he calls me, and I completely blow him off. I'm like, I have a realtor. I don't know why Jill would tell you to call me. Well, you thought maybe I'd like to meet him if I didn't have a realtor, but truthfully, you just thought we would hit it off. I look back now. I was not ready. I was not in a good place emotionally. And a a year passes, and... I guess he realizes that I'm not going to call him back. And I don't even, it just shows that that's not really me to do that to someone. So it just shows that I was not in a good frame of mind. And I'm on Tinder one day and I had just got back from spring training with my mentor. And he was the one who said, you really are closed down and you think you're so smart with judging people and you're too critical and you've got to be more open to who you're swiping on. And after that come-to-Jesus moment with my mentor, I realized that I had to change. I had to fundamentally change something within myself and be a little bit more open and less critical. So I swiped on a photograph of my boyfriend, Scott, and his brother, and I didn't know who I was swiping on. But they both look like nice people, and I figured I didn't have anything else to lose. So he writes me a message, and the first thing he says is, do you like The Bachelor? I'm like, no. I, I was like, that's such a random opener. And I ignore him. And then he, threat, he writes something else. Do you like the Oscars then or something? And he's just trying to prompt me to respond back. And then I just said something. I can't remember what I wrote. And then he wrote, truth be told, I called you a year ago. And we both have a mutual friend, Jill Jardine. And this is the universe talking. And I couldn't believe it because I'm like, who even talks like that? Because that's how I talk. But his photographs are so bad that I just talked to myself out of going on a date with him. And you came over to my house and you're like, you're going on that date tonight. And what you did to me was so smart. You said, listen, the worst that can happen is you end up with a single friend. You don't, you need single friends right now. Just go out. You might like them. But if you don't, you'll have a nice new friend that you can pal around town with. And he moved in the first month. (laughs) So it was a success. It was a hit. I know. I remember that when I was, you know, having you come as a client with session work and he was coming, you both had gone through that, a bad breakup almost simultaneously. And I really knew that you wanted to sell your house and he was a realtor and I just knew it was going to be compatible, but it took a year for it to play out. But what a great story. Thanks for sharing, Carrie. Um, The other thing that I thought would be nice to share with our listeners is we both have the uh, practice of chanting Sanskrit mantra to help us in our life. I I give the mantras to clients and they love chanting. It's the yoga of sound. And I remember you chanting one, ha-ham prema, ha-ham prema, and it really helped you. Can you tell our listeners a little bit about how that aham prema mantra helped you? Sure. Aham prema was the first chant that you ever taught me. And it, and it was a perfect one, actually, because it's short. It's easy to say. And it means love thyself. So if you can't love yourself first, 
you're never going to be able to pull in love. So I really love that chant, but I forgot to mention, I remember I came to your, came for a session and I had had it. I was really losing my mind and I wanted to pull in a guy quickly. And you said, okay. I said, Jill, I need the mother loaded chance. I'm not screwing around. I, I want a guy, not tomorrow, not next week, today. And you said, all right, well, it's a really complicated chant. And you must do it 108 times for 11 days. And so I had the recording of you teaching it to me on my phone. And two days later from that day that I got the chant, I was on a date with Scott. Yes, that was a Lakshmi chant, if I remember correctly. Um, So when we come back, we're going to chant along with our listeners the mantra, I am divine love, aham prema, love thyself. Welcome back. In this segment of the show, we like to introduce mantra. And my guest, Carrie Bratt, who is one of my mantra students and chanters and very powerful activator using mantra, is with me. And so we're going to share the mantra, Aham Prema, I Am Divine Love. So chant along with us nine times to Aham Prema. Here we go. Aham prema, 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 aham prema. I want to thank my guest, Carrie Brett, on this episode of Cosmic Scene. Thank you, Jill, so much for having me. I know your show is going to be insanely and widely successful. Everyone feels so much better after talking to you, and you bring so much hope into the world. This is your time. I I wish you the best of luck, and I'm so excited to see this amazing adventure unfold. Thank you, Carrie, and thank you to my listeners. Stay tuned for my next episode of Cosmic Scene with Jill Jardine when I'll be sharing uplifting and inspiring information, sending you good vibrations through the quantum field.